This is Pull Request Hot Topic. Short and sweet and hard to beat. Pull Request Hot Topic is a quick shot of tech news diving into one highly relevant topic each episode. With two techno experts, Eric Newman and Ryan Swiner. Today's episode, Stallman was wrong. Hello everybody, welcome to Pull Request Hot Topic, short and sweet and hard to beat. Quick shot of tech news diving into one highly relevant topic each episode. Today's topic, Richard Stallman. Across the country for me is my compatriot of code, Ryan Swiner. Hi, Ryan. How are you? Hey, yo. Doing good. Have, have you heard of Richard Stallman? The Emacs guy. Yes, I have. I have yes. heard about him. Not just Emacs. He didn't write the original Emacs. He wrote the GNU Emacs, which is the one that basically everyone uses now. Emacs mm-hmm. came out in 1976, written by different people. But he started the GNU, the free, the, the free software foundation, the GNU project at MIT in 1983. He wrote GCC, which was by far the best or the most popular C compiler for about 20 years. And he did it because he realized that If you're going to write free software, it has to be compiled with a free software compiler. So that's why he wrote it. Most Unix utilities and Linux utilities that start with the letter G, like GCC, are from GNU and from him. And by 1987, they had a base system and GCC mostly developed um, and included GCC makes of various Unix utilities um, and pioneered the idea of really of open source software. I don't think that was a term that was used in the 80s. Uh, along with the idea of what later became known as copyleft. I should note that it's not Creative Commons, which is a separate but similar venture started in 2001 by Larry Lessig and a couple of other people. It's kind of weird, uh, but uh, it's weird that the... I mean, what is the... What is the idea with, like, where, where are people supposed to make their money in tech if that is the ideal for everything to be free software. I don't know, because all of these open source services are underwritten by some kind of enterprise for-profit service. And they're usually owned by some billion-dollar company that doesn't have to worry about going out of business, or some university. And MIT is not closing their doors anytime soon, but he did resign from that, and he resigned from the Free Software Foundation, and basically everything else he was doing because of something else that he wrote. A few other things that he wrote. Like a bunch of very highly objectionable blog posts and email addresses from his mit.edu email address. I mean, look, this guy who's been essentially tech famous for as long as we've been alive doesn't know that you shouldn't say sensitive stuff or provocative, objectionable things from an mit.edu email address? Really? Yeah. Such as. And they're bad, too. It's real bad. Oh, they're bad. I mean, mean, it's... Uh, let me here. Here's a here's a quick taste. Uh, if I can if I can pull it up at just the right time, which uh, here's something. He came to the defense of another MIT professor who was accused of uh, sexually assaulting someone who was actually a victim of Jeffrey Epstein, and he said, and the guy's name is Marvin Minsky. This is what Stallman writes. The injustice is in the word assaulting. The term, quote, sexual assault is so vague and slippery that it facilitates accusation inflation. Taking claims that someone did X and leading people to think of it as Y, which is much worse than X. He goes on, but it's basically a highly semantic argument for essentially a shallow victory where it only leads to further questions, I think, about how he actually feels about sexual assault and how he and his interactions with other people 
Um, And when you start pulling that thread of, okay, well, who is this guy? What does he actually do? What do the people who he works with think of him? You realize a few things. One of them is that he has an aversion to houseplants, which is odd to say the least. But well, that's that's not the weird part. The weird part is that no, no, but uh, yeah, exactly. But a lot of the uh, the women people the that office. he's allegedly preyed upon, female professors at MIT, have stuffed their offices full of these plants to get him to not bother them to go away. There's probably there's probably a couple of really hot interns with like greenhouses in their office at the point at this point. I'd have to. I mean. I'd have to think so. He has other comments about uh, uh, about the idea of someone being 18 over someone being 17, if that's actually consensual or not. He's really, like I said, this is a very semantic argument that he's making, and I, I feel like the faith behind the argument is not it's not that good. Um, yeah, I think it'd be different if this was if it felt isolated, but even in my own like limited research of social like who richard stallman is socially it did seem to go along with a a track record of pretty off blog articles where he's postulating about the harm done by pedophilia if it's consensual right yeah but you know it's not a bad thing if they're 17 i guess i don't know it's weird um here's another one when at an airport he generally asks quote can i be checked by a woman it's not fair that only gays get to enjoy this. Or, straight males might not actually like being felt up by women in that sort of context. This joke does not represent, and this is still quoting him, this joke does not represent how anybody really is, how really it is not supposed to be accurate, only to make fun of TSA agents. Yeah. I don't know. He's not, dude. He's a really odd but dude, but th- he kind of pushes in, he pushes into, like, a little cringy and, uh... And malignant. That's the problem. Is yeah, it, it and pushes. I think he's really indicative of a larger problem that we have in tech, which is that technology, especially the the the, the baby boomers. He's sixty six. You know these these OGs of, of software development. Uh, they, I think they still live in a world without social media. I think they still live in a world where they can say something and it gets concealed, and there's nothing you can do to take them down. I mean, look at he's like a Harvey Weinstein level kind of creepo. Maybe. I guess Harvey Weinstein, if you're in entertainment, you certainly have access to a whole lot more people who you can abuse. I think, you know, the Harvey Weinstein certainly, you know, when he's when he's holding the contract to let you be in Wonder Woman or something, it's a lot of strange things. You know, Richard Stallman, he's got his his weird ponytail and whatever other stuff. Not quite the same. He's like an original neckbeard. Not quite the same gatekeeper kind of personality not a, not as a gatekeeper but in terms of someone who has uh, who had reverence in the industry yeah and uh he criticized laws against child pornography in 2011 yeah child it's not a good be look. A photo of yourself or your lover uh-huh <sighs> that the two of you shared he wrote it might be an image of a sexually mature teenager that any normal adult would find attractive what's heinous about what is heinous about having such a photo Even when it's uncontroversial to call this subject depicted a child, there's no excuse for censorship, he added. This just makes me think of the the lawyer uncle in Always Sunny in Philadelphia who's always, like, trying to take photos out. He's like, it's art! What's what's awful about this? Exactly. Exactly. Um, And and, uh, Stallman has 
at least uh, has I don't know, actually I'm not sure if he's admitted to, but he's definitely accepted money from a Jeffrey Epstein. Uh. MIT in general have accepted to the tune of eight hundred thousand dollars over twenty years. Five hundred twenty-five thousand dollars went to a uh, the director of the MIT Media Lab, a place that did not let me into grad school and laughed at me when they told me no. Um, the director Joichi Ito, J-O-I-C-H-I Ito. Um, who's being pressured to resign. He said that uh, he had taken 525k from funding an Epstein for the Media Lab, and because of the way it was allocated and spent, it had inadvertently been used by everyone there. MIT President L. Raphael Reif, Reif uh, acknowledged the university's, quote, mistake of judgment in an email sent to the MIT community in late August. MIT received 800k over 20 years from Epstein, some of it predating Edo, but all of it went to either the Media Lab or another MIT professor. Ito apologized, quote-unquote, on his website as a blog post back in April, saying that he would raise an equivalent amount of the donations of Epstein to the Media Lab and that they would be directed to nonprofits. But I am not going to hold my breath for that. There's, I mean, there's a lot of pressure. Now that Richard Stallman is a marked man, there's a lot of pressure to erase his name from a lot of stuff, even including the Reddit that's about him, R. Stallman was right. Someone mm-hmm. posted today... Uh, can we change the name of this? To I mean, Stallman was wrong. I don't know. If I'm, not as, was wrong. I'm not as into that. I'm not. I'm not into whitewashing history. Um, no, but he needs to be punished for this sort of behavior. And if people, and if he did some kind of improprietous activity, people definitely have a right to speak up about it. He has a right to be penalized. Yeah, I, I mean, well, he hasn't. He hasn't broken any. Laws that we know of. We don't have those things. He's just... No, but he's... I mean, eh, you know what, though? Has uh, he? Sexual harassment and sexual assault is a very wide definition that I feel like he falls into. With a lot of the people that would keep plants in their office so he wouldn't bother them. Yeah, like he's probably, he's and they're probably not really... done some odd things. But... Right. And he probably thought that because... I mean, who's going to see it? He's in this little college in Cambridge. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm like I, I think about these things and I try to figure out what I can get behind and what I can't. And maybe I can I can see that okay, there's a clear pattern of of odd things. I understood the emails from the other professors saying like I don't want my CSAIL association being wrapped up with these kinds of comments so that's why I think you should leave I understand that um, but I, w- I think I would reserve this larger idea of punishing or you know canceling people for when they've actually done something how about this in 2009 at a uh, at the Grand Canaria uh, Desktop Summit he described Emacs virgins as women who have never used Emacs and said that it was his sacred duty to relieve them of their virginity. This was one in a run of sexualized presentations that plagued technical conferences throughout the year. Because a lot of these people are undersexed neckbeards yeah. that when they become famous, they go the opposite way and they want to, I, I don't know if they want to take it out on people, but they want to make up for lost time, it looks like. Ugh. And... Uh, I mean, you know, Stallman has, to say the least, incredible standing in the industry. The guy that wrote GCC, the guy that wrote GNU Emacs, which if you downloaded it, is the version that you would get. 
Yeah. I, I, I mean... I think the real crime is, like, in a lot of ways, people didn't start saying, hey, man, the don't idea. do that. He wanted governments to use free software, not Microsoft Enterprise contracts like they have. Yeah. They save us taxpayers hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of good stuff that he spearheaded, but then it's all countered by the person that he seemed to be in real life. Yeah, I think he needed a lot more social feedback earlier on, sort of like... I bet a, he had it, and he just wasn't aware of it. And being self-aware, honestly, is something that you really need to be... These days, I understand that all of us in engineering have a degree of social ineptitude, but someone like Richard Stallman, who, let's say, has had internet access during the Me Too movement, should have known what's going on. Yeah, he should have known so, that the waters were not calm for those kinds of discussions. No. Especially in an era where everything's recorded. Let alone me too. Like everything's recorded and posted. Yeah. It's uh, what do you think was gonna happen? Not a good look. No. That's about well, it. It's a bit about it for this one, I think. That's today's hot topic. I'll see you on Sunday, Ryan, when we do an all new polar quest number eighty one about something that we haven't really decided on yet. Okay. Yeah, we've got a list. Gonna be a, maybe it's gonna be a news day. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we got a list okay. for sure. All right. Well, I'll talk to you later. All right. Later, bud. See you. This has been a Pneumonium production. The views and opinions expressed on Public Quest do not necessarily reflect those of Pneumonium LLC or its subsidiaries.